February 5th, Matthew chapter 24, verses 1 through 28. As Jesus was leaving the temple grounds, his disciples pointed out to him the various temple buildings. But he told them, Do you see all these buildings? I assure you, they will be so completely demolished that not one stone will be left on top of another. Later, Jesus sat on the slopes of the Mount of Olives. His disciples came to him privately and asked, When will all this take place? And will there be any sign ahead of time to signal your return and the end of the world? Jesus told them, Don't let anyone mislead you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Messiah. They will lead many astray. And wars will break out near and far. But don't panic. Yes, these things must come. But the end won't follow immediately. The nations and kingdoms will proclaim war against each other. And there will be famines and earthquakes in many parts of the world. But all this will be only the beginning of the horrors to come. Then you will be arrested, persecuted, and killed. You will be hated all over the world because of your allegiance to me. And many will turn away from me and betray and hate each other. And many false prophets will appear and will lead many people astray. Sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold. But those who endure to the end will be saved, and the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world, so that all nations will hear it, and then, finally, the end will come. The time will come when you will see what Daniel the prophet spoke about. The sacrilegious object that causes desecration standing in the holy place. Reader, pay attention. Then those in Judea must flee to the hills. A person outside the house must not go inside to pack. A person in the field must not return even to get a coat. How terrible it will be for pregnant women and for mothers nursing their babies in those days. And pray that your flight will not be in winter or on the Sabbath, for that will be a time of greater horror than anything the world has ever seen or will ever see again. In fact, unless that time of calamity is shortened, the entire human race will be destroyed. But it will be shortened for the sake of God's chosen ones. Then, if anyone tells you, Look, here is the Messiah, or there he is, don't pay any attention, for false messiahs and false prophets will rise up and perform great miraculous signs and wonders so as to deceive, if possible, even God's chosen ones. See, I have warned you. So if someone tells you, look, the messiah is out in the desert, don't bother to go and look. Or, look, he is hiding here. Don't believe it. For as lightning lights up the entire sky, so it will be when the Son of Man comes. Just as the gathering of vultures shows there is a carcass nearby, so these signs indicate that the end is near.
This week's Bible meditation, James 4, 7. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Hello, my name is Vincent Corbin and I'm in second phase. I entered second phase, you know, I'm really desperate, you know, in my testimony, everybody needs testimony. And I started off, I was, you know, addicted to drugs, which is um, crack cocaine and um, beer, which is alcohol, you know. The Bible says, whoever doesn't gather, they'll scatter. And that's what I did, I scattered. Um, God, this is my second time through the refuge, and you know, when they say, if you don't stay connected, you will, you know, go depart and go your own way, and that's what I did, so this is my second time I had to humble myself, and I couldn't complete the ministry last time, and it was a great run, you know, God blessed me with everything I could possibly want. But I'm starting from the beginning, where I was at, where I was, where I was at, and where I'm at today. Where I was at, you know, I grew up in, I was born and raised in Orlando, Florida, and I was raised in Apopka, Florida, um, 10 miles out of Orlando. And so I went all the way through school, you know, a lot, participating in a lot of sports and activity. God bless me, you know, with a um, good athletic ability. I went through and, you know, in the 12th grade, that's when I started beer, not knowing that it was going to affect me for the rest of my life, addiction. I went to college and, you know, went a few years of college and and God blessed me in that, that aspect also. So I got addicted more to beer and then marijuana. But the marijuana process stopped and I continued to drink beer in later years of my life. I drank, continued to drink, and then um, I got addicted to crack cocaine some, about some years ago. But, you know, I was raised as a young lad, you know, grew up in the church, and God just blessed me, my family, my mother, and my mother is a Christian woman, my stepfather is a Christian man, and I was raised in the church doing very well. So. Little did I know, in 2000, but I'm going to um, skip a lot of process. In 2016, September 19, 2016, I entered the refuge in Vinton County, not knowing what to expect. Little did I know it was a ministry. And September the 29th, on my biological birthday, I was baptized in in um in the river in Raccoon River and Raccoon River and you know it was uh, one of the greatest events of my life you know um so I went on through and the Lord blessed me to become a coordinator in the ministry and I went through everything working very great eventually I graduated what um I think 20 2017 2018 and Went on to live in Albany, Ohio. It was a great run and stuff. Attending Living Water Worship Center under um, Pastor Jim Stewart, you know, um, participated in the church, everything going well. Had a champion group and everything in the church. But I 
decided that I would move to Grove City. And I think it was one of the worst mistakes of my life. So I came down in September 2019. And during that five month skid, it was a, one of the worst times of my life because I got back addicted to crack cocaine as well as beer. And and it was just horrible. I just lost my, lost my way. But um, uh, it was life without God, and life without God is very horrible to me. You know, I never, never been separated from God completely, blaming God and arguing with God, and because of my mom in the hospital, I was in the hospital for a couple weeks, and my uncle was. We all three was in the hospital at the same time, and my uncle passed away. I left Newark, Ohio, and drove to Grove City and my um, uncle passed and I was really, really angry then. But little did I know, it wasn't about my uncle passing, it, wasn't, it was about me, how I was living my life. My life was never the same when I got back addicted to cocaine as well as beer. Um, God, God, I tell you what, God is so, so good to me, you know. God, you know, I used to go from one point to the next straight, point A to point B. God take me around the world. He might take me all the way around to 270 to get, get one block away to who I supposed to minister the gospel to. Because there's a life of excitement, you know. Like God, life is exciting. My life was miserable when I was in, out there in the world. But now, I, um, I'm getting my groove back and I'm so glad that God blessed me to come back here to the refuge ministry. When I lost control, I was I was deeply lost. I was ashamed, and I was a um. But now I'm not ashamed of the gospel. My life is so blessed. You know, it's, I'm, I just have to give all the glory to my God, keeping my head above water. You know, I got a mentor, Michael Sauber, as well as um, B. Miller, who I had a champion. Them was two of the most important, effective person was in my life during my act of the addiction, as well as Pastor Mike Wells. I have to give him a lot of credit for accepting me back in here. You know, I, I was in tears when Trent and Phil invited me to come back to this in refuge ministry, and it's been a great run from through first phase. Now in second phase, um, I, I got the old Vincent back, and I just feel so glorious and and lovable, and the joy, the peace, and just the um, just my feistiness for the Lord, and that's where I'm at. See, God chose me, and no matter what I might do, God chose me, and I can't run or hide from it. So I want to say I love you, brother. Everyone in second phase third, fourth phase, everyone in the ministry, I love you. God bless you all. Psalm 29, verses 1 through 11, Psalm of David. Give honor to the Lord, you angels. Give honor to the Lord for his glory and strength. Give honor to the Lord for the glory of his name. Worship the Lord 
in the splendor of His holiness. The voice of the Lord echoes above the sea. The God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty sea. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord splits the mighty cedars. The Lord shatters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes Lebanon's mountains skip like a calf and Mount Hermon to leap like a young bull. The voice of the Lord strikes with lightning bolts. The voice of the Lord makes the desert quake. The Lord shakes the desert of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord twists mighty oaks and strips the forests bare. In His temple, everyone shouts, Glory! The Lord rules over the floodwaters. The Lord reigns as King forever. The Lord gives His people strength. The Lord blesses them with peace. Proverbs chapter 7, verses 6 through 23. I was looking out the window of my house one day and saw a simple-minded young man who lacked common sense. He was crossing the street near the house of an immoral woman. He was strolling down the path by her house at twilight. As the day was fading, as the dark of night set in, the woman approached him, dressed seductively and sly of heart. She was the brash, rebellious type who never stays at home. She is often seen in the streets and markets, soliciting at every corner. She threw her arms around him and kissed him, and with a brazen look she said, I have offered my sacrifices and just finished my vows. It's you I was looking for. I came out to find you, and here you are. My bed is spread with colored sheets of finest linen imported from Egypt. I've perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let's drink our fill of love until morning. Let's enjoy each other's caresses, for my husband is not home. He's away on a long trip. He has taken a wallet full of money with him, and he won't return until later in the month. So she seduced him with her pretty speech. With her flattery, she enticed him. He followed her at once, like an ox going to the slaughter, or like a trapped stag awaiting the arrow that would pierce its heart. He was like a bird flying into a snare, little knowing it would cost him his life.